All right, another episode of the Hot Grits Podcast. I'm Travis Jadon, joined as always by Spencer Maddox for episode 13. Uh, Spencer, say hello to the people. Yeah, that's right, Trav. We've got NFL. Uh, we're talking a little Tiger King remix. That's right, that's right. Uh, remix, remake, excuse me. Um, and then we're going Ricky, DJ, Rory, the whole shebang. we got a deep show today. But first, you wanted to talk about the NFL, right? Yeah, some crazy shit in the NFL. Um, also, wanted to the say Ro- that the Rooney Rule, right? Is that what we're talking? Well, about? yeah, the Rooney Rule is like the gist of it. But I also wanted to just let everyone know that we'll have uh, an episode this weekend, uh, wrapping up the Last Dance, and then kind of previewing that right fucking badass Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. I cannot wait for that Sunday, May twenty fourth. So stay tuned for that. But today, yeah, the NFL owners meeting on Tuesday. May 19th, uh, an absurd, uh, just really an absurd day of sports talk that we haven't had in a long time. And it, it's really one of the most like fascinating debates in sports for me, this Rooney Rule. And for those unfamiliar, passed in 2003, the Rooney Rule basically stated that there was a minimum number of minorities that each team had to interview uh, for not only head coaching positions, but for front office positions in the general manager. Okay, right. And so that that was shown to have worked sort of. Like, the numbers went up. Just a bit. At times, and then they went down. Like, it wasn't, like, sustainable. And then recently now, there's only three African-American head coaches heading into 2020 in the NFL. Um, And so that led to Tuesday's vote, which wasn't actually a vote. Penny, this is what infuriates me about this thing. So the NFL owners hold their virtual meeting, right? And they're going to vote, uh, it leaks a couple days earlier, they're going to vote to basically incentivize hiring uh, minority head coaches and GMs by moving teams' draft picks up. So you would move up uh, X number of picks in the third round for hiring uh, a coach. Can you imagine? Six picks, I believe. If they yeah. passed that. And so imagine? it was so absurd, and I'm not going to explain the whole thing, but basically you get higher draft picks. You could potentially move... With uh, the hiring of a minority GM and head coach, you can move from the uh, mid-third round up into the late second round, uh, which was absurd. But it was so absurd that the NFL owners, quote, tabled the vote today at their annual meeting, the meeting where they vote once a year on things that they're supposed to be voting on. They said, nah, we're not going to vote on it. And they didn't vote on it, in my opinion, and I think a lot of other people's opinions, because... It wasn't going to pass, and that's terrible optics for a rule that's, I think, in good spirit. Yeah, just a bad, bad, not good idea. And they just leaked a it. really bad idea. Like, they leaked it to the media, it was, too. It, so if they leak it, they're just trying to say, hey, look at us, we're good guys, but obviously we were never going to do this. Right, and I think everyone, like, here's the thing with, with this, and it's, it's really similar to affirmative action where you're doing... That is affirmative action. You're yeah. doing something unequal... To make something equal, yeah, and you know, politics aside, like I, I don't know that that works in my opinion, but I also don't know that that's right. Here's what I do know: I'm so sick of white people, dude. White people are the worst. Here's what I do know, though, Spinny. When I looked at the numbers for African Americans and minorities, and like I feel weird that I've already reached the quota for number of times I'm allowed to say African American in one podcast. We're there. Uh, this is what the NFL owners meeting has done to us. Uh, 
yeah, like I cannot believe these numbers, how few guys are, and I don't know why. And so I do think that there's a problem. There is but, a problem. Is this is it a systemic problem? What I don't understand is, is the it people, fixable? Yeah, the people that are having the vote do the hiring. Just fucking hire some black people. Like it's 2020. There's clearly plenty of qualified black people, but so, also I mean like, go ahead. No, yeah, I mean I hear you. Like, and I think you know, common guy will just go, oh Tony Dungy, you know, yeah, and, and they'll just think of like, yeah, try to look a little deeper than that. Listen to some of these numbers. Dude. These things are crazy. Between the beginning of the 2012 NFL regular season and the end of the 2019 season with the Super Bowl, seven football seasons, NFL teams hired 27 general managers, 25 of the 27 general managers, 93% were hired as white individuals. They were white individuals. So 25 of the 27 general managers hired are white. And that's tough. One more for you, real quick. That same time frame, 2012 to 2019, okay? NFL teams hired 86 white offensive coordinators and nine offensive coordinators of color. So that's where it is. Because how do you become a head coach in the you NFL? Started, you start as a coordinator. And, and really, and what coordinator? It's not really defensive coordinator anymore. Yeah, it's offensive coordinators, and usually it's through freaking New England. And it, or it's or it's through it's through a certain pipeline, wherein if you don't get there, I mean, exactly. You know, and what's and what's really crazy is that you, you've got basically Byron Leftwich, and I, I, his name's escaping me right now. Another guy in Kansas City, I think, uh, and there really isn't anyone else offensively and as an assistant coach so in the NFL. Many, it's crazy. So many black players. Yeah, the league is dominated by black players. And has been for more than twenty years, so no, like forty years. So these that generation should have been, you know, that generation should be coaching now, and they're not. Well, Where when are those guys at? Like the Panthers were interesting to me. They hired Baylor's coach, uh, Matt Rule. Matt Rule? Question mark. I think that's his name. Matt Rule. Uh, and really, like, it may turn out to be a good hire, but there's nothing there. That would say, like, this guy's a must-hire in the NFL. Right. You know what I mean? He wasn't Urban Meyer or, back in the day, Steve Spurrier. Like, he wasn't, like, you know, a commodity. Jim Harbaugh. Big name. That rule was not. So, yeah. the, the Carolina Panthers had an opportunity, and we'll, we'll see how that works out. That's just one team that comes to mind. Um, but, yeah, right now, three African-American head coaches in the league. Spinny, off the top, I, I want to see if you can name them. Ugh. Maybe not Shit. name them, uh, or t- at least teams they coach for. All right, Mike Tomlin, right off rip. Mike Tomlin's everyone's go-to guy. Yeah, uh, the guy from the Bengals got fired. Marvin Lewis, Marvin yeah, Lewis a couple years back. So that would be the other one that I know. So the Dolphins have Brian Flores. Okay. And then the uh, oh, damn now who will be fired sometime <laughs> in the Char- next six months? I don't know. I like Brian Flores. I think the Chargers are the third one with uh, somebody, Lynn Anthony Lynn. Maybe. Hmm. Um, but anyway, like, that's crazy, the three head coaches. But I could, like, see where that's – there's just such a small sample size, right, for a head coach. There's only it's 30-something of them. But the, when you get to those coordinators and you get, like, 86 off, white offensive coordinators hired, nine, nine black guys. It, that ain't – that's it's, crazy. It's crazy to think about that still in 2020 we have a rule in place literally just to get those guys job interview, just to get them an interview. There's a rule. You, 
they they have to do how many do they have to we don't talk about the Rooney rule enough, man. This I mean anytime it does get brought up, it's a weird discussion. But Well, let's be honest, like in the time since two thousand three, the numbers show that the the percentage of African American or minorities hired went from two point three percent to three point two percent. That's point nine percent. Okay, yeah, so, so the rule isn't really working. I think undeniably it like all you have to do is look at the numbers, it worked, quote unquote. But it just hasn't It got more than what there I don't was know. Before. It sucks because I think everyone agrees that like, yo, this is a problem, man. Yeah. But like you show me someone that has a legitimately good idea. There's nothing you can do. I mean, you tell me how it's a good idea. And the thing is, like, dudes want to earn their shit on their own merit. I get it, but it's like don't Give them draft picks, though. Whoever came up with that idea. The draft picks thing is so crazy, man. That's ridiculous. How how does your mind go to draft picks there? Uh, Or, you know, I don't know, man. I I would... Cap flexibility makes way more sense. But they they have such a hard cap in the NFL. Yeah. That's where baseball's king, fellas. Um, You know, I I don't know. It's a really interesting thing to me, this whole discussion of, like, what to do with it. Yeah. Um... I, it's just crazy that, that after all that, the owners didn't even vote on it. Here's your boy, Roger Goodell, by the way, explaining this away. He says, uh, Commissioner, here's the NFL.com article. Commissioner Roger Goodell said a lack of support is not necessarily the reason behind tabling the resolution. Quote, we table resolutions frequently because the discussion leads to ideas that could make it more effective. Lame. Dude. It's just a nothing statement. What a soup eater. Like, Roger Goodell's the worst, man. Did you see that, uh, you know, Dave Portnoy, the guy from Barstool? Did you yeah, see that he saw bought... it? Do you know who came in second place on uh-uh. that? Who? On that thing? He said it. I forget where I heard this. Marlins man. Really? Marlins man was giving Portnoy a run for his money. So Marlins man's lo- I guess he has to be loaded if you go to every single Marlins game. Marlins man will take your girl and not think twice about it, dude. He will just steal her, put a neon jersey on her, and walk right out. <laughs> like, that's it. A walking, a walking bus ad, an urban legend nowadays. More myth than man. Yeah. Um, speaking of more myth than man, pro segue, folks. Uh, Joe Exotic, as we heard, is going to be played yes, by. Yes, dude, you just killed that. Is going to be played by uh, Nick Cage. That was a few weeks back, and these are all rumors, he- but it's fun to talk about. Uh, in a, in a adaptation of Tiger King, uh, and today or Tuesday, I heard that. They have rumored to find... They found their female for Carol Baskin. Uh, when I told you this earlier, Spencer, you were shocked. Tara Reed. Tara Reed. Uh, so they're making a 90- I'm torn right now. <laughs> I would make- let... Ta- I'll tell you this much. I would let Tara Reed murder me brilliantly and get away with it. That, like, I'm good with Tara Reed doing that. Carol Baskin? Can't have it. So I don't know. I don't, it just doesn't... Like, Nick Cage... Is Joe Exotic, bro. Like, yeah. that's oh, on point. So perfect casting, dude. And Tara Reed's a babe, though. So they're making a 90s movie is what they're doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like If they if they put Topanga in there and she gets her arm, she's the one that gets her arm eaten off through the cage, <laughs> I'm out. Yes, dude. I'm out. Yes. Um, I, yeah, that, That's crazy, though. You want to talk about numbers, dude? Nick Cage is Joe Exotic and... Tara Reed as Carol Baskin, and she definitely did it. Starts Friday. She definitely did. It. That's the that's the name of the series. I'm definitely naming one of my girls Topanga if I ever have a girl, or at least a middle name. Carol Baskill. 
So any single ladies out there, uh, if you're interested, <laughs> let's uh, let's make a Topanga. Boy meets world. What a great show, dude. Mr. Feeney. People forget about Mr. Oh, Feeney. So 90s man. Uh, gun to your head, Mr. Feeney versus Mr. Belding back alley fight. Mr. Who? Versus Mr. Belding, Saved by the Bell. Oh, I never saw Saved by the Bell, man. But Mr. Feeney's swinging it, man. He's he was uh, Ron from. Like you didn't like Saved by the Bell, or you never? I just saw never it? really got in. I didn't. Ever... So that's the one. With, it... That's the one with the guy that did the porn afterwards, right? Uh, the curly hair guy. AC Slater. Scree- Screech. Oh, Screech. Dustin yeah. Diamond. Yeah, he did a he did a weird. I porn forgot guy. about that. Yeah, thing. he had a little porn. He popped off, man. Damn. And people used to say that I kind of looked like him just a little bit because of my hair, so I, I don't think I was ever in the show. Whoa. Yeah. Look left real quick. Folks, if you could see what I'm seeing right now, like it. You do kind of look like Dustin. Now. I got a little screech. Yeah. Loved your loved your work in um, I'm wind the college head. years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. I can't believe you haven't seen Saved by the Bell. Anyway, I'm taking Mr. Balding, no doubt. If anytime. You got hair on the face and no hair up top. I know you're a grown man. Well, Feeney's a Feeney's a, you know, a fellow mustache guy. Yeah, I mean Feeney had probably had his fighting days back in the day, but no longer. Uh, <laughs> did you watch? You didn't watch any of the uh, Ricky Fowler, Somebody Wolf versus Dustin Johnson and Roy McIlroy? I didn't break it down for me. We, yeah, I watched I every hole. One. Watched every really? hole. Like started the pregame coverage at two o'clock on NBC, and I watched. All of their rain sessions, and then watched every hole for like four and a half hours. Uh, I thought it was like, all things considered, good. I thought it was like above average, and by that I mean like, like the banter and and shit was. Like they didn't try to force it, but whenever anyone said anything, it felt forced. Really, and I think it's just because it's- dudes aren't like, especially when you're social distancing, too. And I know that sounds weird, but like. You're not standing right next to each other on the green. Like, you're not... And they're on live TV. They've been instructed on how... Like, you're not just going to scream across, like... Like, n- see, n- nice putts. So, you said all, all things considered, it was good. Was it... I mean, if this isn't going on, is it still good television? If coronavirus isn't happening? Do they do it again at some so, point? No, I don't think so. Like, maybe, like, what Tiger and Phil did a while back, which was the day... At, the Friday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Which there's nothing on that day. Like, if it's a specific day, and it would have to be, like, stars, like Tiger and Phil. But, no, like, what I watched on Sunday, as a golf fan, like a pro golf fan, it was nowhere near, like, a a standard tournament Sunday. Not a major Sunday. Like, it still wasn't anywhere near as good as, like, just a regular tournament. Yeah. Sunday. You're throwing a little bit of forced shit talk, and now we have uh, something. Well, it was cool. Like, I don't. I didn't like the fact that they were playing. They played skins, right? And then they played a bunch of money, which I get it for Corona, but like, there was two scoreboards. So like, at one point in time, the guy, like, one team could be losing, but they would have more money. Yeah. But uh, le- but less skins because they won like a long drive thing, and so that was confusing. Like, I never like they they do this all the time in sports. I never like the. Whoever wins gives the money to charity or whatever you know. What I, like well, they kind of have to, right? Yeah, I guess. Like the All Star I mean, game, they definitely do. <laughs> the All Star game this past year, where they're like one team, you get the the you know, the winner gets to choose basically. Yeah. But they had the kids at the game, and they're all just sitting there like, oh, please win this game. Like some something so inconsequential, inconsequential as oh, yeah. a sporting yeah. event. 
is like their life is based. You know what like, I mean? Like, will the Ronald McDonald house please have, make yeah. this half court shot, dude? Like if Kevin Hart doesn't win the celebrity game MVP, like the the kids with cancer at Ronald McDonald, yeah, they don't get their gotta die, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a ridiculous. Uh, um, the that golf match on Sunday though, I thought it was funny as shit. Bill Murray was one of the first uh, guests on the broadcast yeah. with Mike Tirico was like, you know, like uh, virtual, like virtual hosting it. And Bill Murray, first guest, right? And then Donald Trump, the president of the United States, follows Bill Murray. So Bill Murray goes ahead of Donald Trump. And I just thought it was hilarious. Like it was probably holes three and four, maybe 15 minutes, Bill Murray, which was about 11 minutes too long. Uh, and then like half an hour later, it's like, and now Mike Tirico joined by another guest. I'm thinking like, you Bill know, Murray. Well, is, it like, <laughs> is it like Spieth or, or like another former golfer? Maybe it's Jack. Shit, is a tiger? And then it's like Bill Murray. And then it's Donald Trump. And I'm like, dude, who is coming? Like, I was like trying to think who's coming. Next? Who's the third person? Like <laughs> Bill Murray, Donald Trump. Like who's the next person to come out of that? I have no idea, but I mean, it was cool. Like it was cool seeing, uh, Fowler and DJ and Roy and all those guys like yeah. walking their own bags and shit like that. But like at some point it gets pretty fucking, boring. especially, yeah. especially if you're go- coming to it, like to watch it for banter or for like shit talking. Yeah. That's dude, not, that's not what it's for. for here's sure. a dark horse question for you, dude. Should Bill Murray live long enough for when the movie comes out about Trump in 20 years? Shouldn't Bill Murray be the first one on the list to play Donald Trump? I mean, he doesn't really look like him. By that time, Nick Cage will be playing Joe Exotic in Tiger King. Six? Uh, yeah, season They'd have franchised it. <laughs> uh, and Tara Reid playing Carol Baskin. Too. Nicholas Cage with The Rock Johnson. Alright, so we're going to save the last dance until this weekend's episode, but we did want to talk about two more things. Um, uh, you said, well, I'll let you choose, Spencer. We'll go Ma- baseball first, Ma- that's what we already said, yeah. But just as a little tease, we got Major League Baseball and Kentucky cheerleading. Yeah, big switch uh, up. Yeah, uh, and honestly, the cheerleading is a much more physical story than what the baseball is, because now baseball is saying that if they come back, when they come back, will they come back, won't they come back? If they ever do fucking play baseball, no spitting, no high-fiving, no fist-bumping, no showering before or after games, no indoor batting practice, no tobacco except for in designated areas, no sunflower seeds. Uh, so They're going to have the dip stand? Like, you're going to... I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Like, is it going to be like a drop zone on the golf course? Uh, <laughs> like when you go in the water and it's just like you have to stand in a little red circle and just spit on the ground. I can't. Like, it's not like a smoker's den. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. People are just. I can't even imagine that because when I think of baseball, I think of two things. I think of me getting a hot dog because I do this. I do it every. I don't even really like hot dogs. And I you do think it every of single my game. Pure stroke. Dude. Yeah. No, I think of that and I think of dip. Like, how are you going to have a baseball game without dip? Yeah, and if like you're not dip guy. And you're wearing spikes, you're a sunflower suit guy. Yeah. Or, or you're like you're weird, some. weird uh, combination of big league chew. Like you've got your yeah. thing. But you're not on the baseball field uh, and call yourself a legitimate man wearing spikes without having some sort of substance in your mouth. 
sunflower seeds, tobacco, big league chew, this is, or a mixture of all three. I just had a, a brilliant idea, and this is the second. I, that's super unlikely. This Go is ahead. the second uh, meme I've come up with on this show. I'm picturing right now. It's got the, the meme counting. The, the meme of future where he's saying, this motherfucker's spitting. We do that, <laughs> we do that, but we do baseball, and we say, this motherfucker ain't spitting. This motherfucker ain't spitting. He's got his hand out. Uh, I don't, dude, is that really like you're going to make that number two meme? That's number two. That's yeah. number two all time? Yeah, yeah, All right, well, yeah, you guys mark that down. Episode 13. <laughs> You'll remember where you were for meme number two from Spencer. Uh, all right, questions out of this Major League Baseball thing. Like, I have a thousand questions. Uh, what if a, what if uh, Ronald Lacuna gets hit in the dome again by that, what's that ass bag Miami Marlins pitcher that just... I don't remember. Jose Arena. Yeah. If Jose Arena comes out there and hits Ronald Lacuna in the head, you can't fight. Yeah, what do you do? And how do you enforce all this? That's the if other you can't question. do a high five and you can't spit sunflower season shit, you definitely can't charge the mound, right? And when you get out there, you're just going to be like shadow boxing and shit? Like, what the fuck is that going to be about? Everybody just stands six feet away from each other and talk I, shit. Another thing they said, they won't have lineup cards anymore either. Like, so you won't have the lineup so card. So you won't have to hand it to somebody? It's going to be on an app. So they're going to have phones out there? They're going to be think, looking at I their phones? I think, like, you know how they have a, a guy baseball? in the dugout that does the replay review? Like, he's yeah. responsible for calling and shit. So they're going to have probably a guy like that that's responsible. Probably just an intern or somebody's nephew, like, entering in the lineup. It won't be, like... This is nuts, It man. won't be, like, tracked on there through the game. Like, this is nuts, they're still going to make lineup changes like normal, but that's how they'll be posted. And yeah. And distributed you know what i mean it won't be like at home plate um dude just bring baseball back man Let's just please bring baseball back uh and when they win too like the best part about baseball is after you win you have that cool ass handshake yeah on the, and if you lose you don't shake hands like yeah that's so sick and they just wrap it around like that's awesome and now baseball is taking that away like it's a 67 page manual so i don't want to pretend like it's all about sunflower seeds but like a lot of it is actually like Really important stuff, like a maximum of 50 people in the facility at any one time. So that means, like, if there are 28 guys on the field taking infield balls, that's 28 guys. So back to the clubhouse, to the dugout, anywhere. I'm not even talking about a game. I'm yeah. talking about just, like, practice before. I'm trying to picture how that, what that media room is going to look like. Just like the post game media, like no, 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 like the media room, like like a press box. Obviously, you have to have cameras there. There's no point in doing it because the fans can't come. So the press box will be like, though it will like media members will be there. Really? If I don't know, like it'll be like it always is, where like Dave O'Brien, who's with the Athletic now, will be like traveling to every game. But like actually, now that I'm saying that aloud, he will be. He's gonna travel. Yeah. He's gonna be at every game. It's gonna be huge. I mean, everything. Uh, you know. So I mean, like yeah. One of those guys goes down, like, he's got a quarantine. And they have all this shit in there about if one guy, like, when baseball starts back, if they do, somebody's going to get coronavirus. I, we agree on that, right? Yeah, they've pretty much resigned themselves. They, they even said that in the statement. They said, we're, we're doing this with the understanding that at some point someone's going to get this. Right. And that's, that's why they have, like, testing all the time. And it's not like any of us, you know, Joe Schmoes, like, these are pro athletes and a professional sports league, they're going to test them daily. Yeah. Before and after. Like, so if the, anyone does get it, it will be, like, you're not going to get away with it. Uh, like, it's not going to be like steroids. Yeah. Which was, you got away with that for decades in baseball. 
Nah, we're going to sniff out the coronavirus for sure. Oh, and you already know we're going to end up having an argument. Uh, should we have all these tests for these players? Like, somebody's going to say that at some point. Is coronavirus actually a performance-enhancing drug? <laughs> we don't know that yet. No. We, like, we don't... You're going to go, say no? Not being able to breathe is not a good thing for baseball. That's not, uh, that's not going to help your swing. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. Um... Yeah, there's going to be a lot of weird shit, but I think right now they're still aiming for that July 2nd, 3rd, yeah. 4th start and middle of June to start spring training. Um, so, speaking of weird shit. They're going to be social distancing in the dugout? You won't have all the guys lining the rail? I mean, it's going to be crazy. I'm anxious to see what it looks like. I will say that. I wonder if I they're ever going to start the wave. Man. <laughs> you know they're gonna, be, they're gonna do some funny shit. Like I want to hear. Are, I want to know if the PA announcer is going to announce every bat. He's gonna announce every yeah, batter. Yeah, yeah. They're still gonna have the walkout songs. They're still gonna have their walkout songs. Guys are still gonna change their walkout songs when they get in the slump. <laughs> and if you're if you're playing on the Dodgers you, and you're living in LA, you can't watch the Dodgers. How awesome would it be? How awesome would it be? No one ever hears it. How awesome would it be if the first batter up gets that uh, plays that down with the sickness song? That's his uh, walkout song. <laughs> you can't do that. Nah, no, nah, no. Nah. People will be pissed. You can't be the first. I want to, dude. I want to talk about this UK cheerleaders thing, man. Who doesn't want to talk about Kentucky cheerleading? Break this down for our listeners, please. All right, Kentucky cheerleading. First off, let me just say that they are a dynasty. That has been slept on like no other dynasty ever. Uh, they have won. This is crazy. They have won 24 of the last 35 national championships. Not SEC titles. National championships. So There's the, only been 11 times where they haven't won in the last 35 years. The only thing even comparable in terms of dynastic you know, accomplishments would be the UConn women's team. Right, my, and my fantasy part. basketball squad this year was oh, on its way. God. Before I got it ripped up away from me for no reason. And Kevin Herter's jump shot. Uh, you called at the beginning of this podcast, I think it was episode one or two, you called Kevin Herter a top five white player of all time. <laughs> I did. Stand by it. Yeah, that happened. Um, Kentucky cheerleading sounds like a place I'd chill. I'll be honest. They got in a shit ton of trouble. Oh, yeah. This weekend, and I don't want to make light of it, but I will. It's funny. I, but I need to be clear. I don't want to do this. I don't either. But I'm going to have to make light of this because it sounds like a decent time. Uh, and again, bro, it, when you win 24 of 35 natties, I think you're allowed to potentially every now and then jump off a dock. And that's essentially what this was. I, I'm going to like break this wow. down. Well, yeah, go ahead. Okay, go well, ahead. look, I, I want to, like, break it down and explain what it is, but I, like, I feel like I had to get this out of the way that they are a bona fide dynasty. Uh, their head coach, all-time name guy, Jomo Thompson, <laughs> Jomo, J-O-M-O, Thompson, fired along with the entire University of Kentucky cheerleading coaching staff after an investigation found that there was uh, improper activity uh, and hazing. Um, and things involving underage drinking uh, in this report uh, published by the University of Kentucky in their bulleted findings, some of the more notable ones. Um, coaches allowed cheerleading alumni to bring 
uh, or I'm sorry, during a team retreat at Lake Cumberland, cheerleaders performed gymnastics routines that included hurling their teammates from a dock into the water while either topless or bottomless. The routines, known as, quote, basket tosses, were done at the direction of other members of the squad and within the view of at least some of the coaches. So picture that. I'll go to the other bullet point and I'll let you react. Topless and bottomless people jumping off a dock, (laughs) coaches across the way watching. Coaches allowed now, this party's really getting started. Coaches allowed cheerleading alumni to bring boats and alcohol to that retreat at Lake Cumberland, where some cheerleaders were partially naked. Imagine that, a cheerleader partially naked. And or drinking while riding on boats. So now, Spencer, what we have here is... uh, We got a good time. College-age people drinking... Jumping off of docks, partially clothed, heading heading into the water, partially clothed, and drinking uh, on boats. Oh, so every spring break ever? Right. Is that what you're saying? Here's what you don't have. You don't have a 24-time national champion head coach. Now, Jomo, my guy, did not win all those titles, but I'm retroactively giving him all. He won 24. Yeah. Uh, that guy can stand wherever he wants and watch whatever he wants. Now, not a creepy way. Let me be clear. At the bottom of this thing, it says, quote, the investigation found no evidence of sexual assault or sexual misconduct during these trips. Okay, so it's okay just, man. Like, it's just girls gone wild. UK. Uh, dudes, too. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. And not really well, wild. Like, let's call this like it is. Lake Cumberland. Uh, and imagine what state this is in. So funny. Can you imagine what state this is in? Lake Cumberland? It's, it's, I'm guessing it's not in Kentucky. No, it's not in Kentucky, but it's in the southeast. Is it Georgia? No, Lake Cumberland's in Tennessee, and it always <laughs> had to be in Tennessee. Like, it needed to be in Tennessee. Uh, here's why the coaches were fired, Spencer, and this is unforgivable. Coaches did not confiscate the alcohol. Uh, even Let me just stop there. Even Jomo, my guy, Jomo Thompson, head coach, you think he's just going to cruise around in like a little jet ski and just like, like pick, pick off bush lights one by one? Like, what the f- what is this guy? This guy's yeah. a cheerleading legend, and you want him running around like batting away PBRs from college kids. The whole thing is, man, and why do they call it a gymnastics routine whenever they're throwing these kids in there? No, I think it's, that – look, I think – and I don't know this. This says some cheerleaders, quote, performed gymnastics routines that included those famous basket tosses. Now, I think that's the player's way of saying, but coach – how We're did this, practicing. How did this story We're break? practicing. Uh, I don't know. Probably some... Probably, probably... Here's what happened. Some girl wanted to be in the basket toss. She didn't get in the basket toss. She probably got left on one of the docks. Billy forgot her or something. Uh, and she hates Tennessee and she's never coming back. That's probably what happened. And then Kentucky... Mom, they didn't let me take my top off. Sally, did you try? Did you tell the coach <laughs> that you would do her... <laughs> Uh, dude, give my man Jomo a job. Dude. One more thing, yeah, one more thing. And by the way, since this is at Kentucky, let me just say, Rick Patino is chuckling somewhere. He's like, "You call this?" Rick Patino's like, "You call this allegations?" It's a <laughs> Sunday afternoon stroll stuff, dude. This is basic one hundred one stuff. Okay, they didn't even pay any of them for sex. Lake Cumberland, dude. That sounds like a Bible study to Rick Patino. <laughs> uh, one more good quote from that report. During a cheerleader camp, cheerleading camp in Tennessee, 
go go there for a minute, cheerleading camp in Tennessee. Uh, some cheerleaders were directed by other members of the squad to perform, quote, lewd chants, end quote, and wear outfits. That, oh, my God. And wear outfits that did not include underwear. Some dudes were free balling. This is so lame. What are lewd chants? Uh, we're not that drunk. We're not that. <laughs> I'm, guess, I'm guessing them playing the penis game. That's that's kind of what I'm picturing. Maybe. Or like Jameis Winston on a picnic table yelling. Yeah, fucking right in the pussy. Something oh, so along those lines. college kids were college kids, and now a legend has lost his job. Now we're going to take... I wonder if they take the Jomo statue down. I'm really hoping that more stuff doesn't come out about this, and then me and you were both sitting here being assholes about it, and like something crazy, you know? Yeah. Boy, I, but, yeah, I mean, shit, I didn't think about that. Well, it was all jokes, guys. You guys, if, it's just between us, okay? If you guys are listening to this and later on something comes out, like that girl that we were talking about, that loser girl that got let to the dock, if she was indeed uh, assaulted or sexually assaulted, what's the line? Sexually ass- sexual assault, definitely not cool, Jimmo. Yeah, just don't cancel us. We're good. Yeah, just, yeah, in other words, nice just guys. don't tell anyone about that. But, yeah. Um, I guess we could always edit this out, but we're not going to do that shit. Nah. Uh, what else? We dude? said it. It's in there, man. Oh, uh, by the way, the school confirmed, quote, the annual retreat will be eliminated. <sighs> yeah, I think, you think? Imagine Lake Cumberland 2021. <laughs> could you imagine that rage fest? You think it's going to be a rage fest? You think it gets worse after this? Well, not anymore. They canceled the retreat, of course. Where are they going to do their basket tosses? Can you imagine going to a lake house and not drinking beer? You know? Yeah, and those people, like, could you, they probably were like, what do you mean go to the lake without our coach watching our routines? (laughs) Coach Shomo, is there right over there? Keep your hands where we can see them, coach. What else you got, dude? Yeah, for real, keep your hands where we can see them, because then... (laughs) Then we got a problem. You know, seriously, Coach, we need you. Like, we've put our necks out there right now. Yeah, if he's just catching a beat in the corner, then we have weird. I wonder if he does get a job, though. Does he like Patino it? Nah, he's done. He's done. Jomo Thompson, forever done. Forever done. This is is the cheerleading world, dude. Picture those people. the, The most vicious people that you can possibly imagine. Yeah. He's done. And they, you know, they all these people, they run in a group together, dude. Like they, Damn. Yeah, they got a community. Right, at the meetings, he'll probably, he'll probably yep. be shunned. He's, he's blacklisted. Yeah, he's sitting in the back now. Which is an absolute travesty. Jemmo, we're on your side. You got the Hot Grits boys with you. Yeah, you're welcome on anytime, my dude. Uh, anything else? I think that's it, man. All right, this weekend, Last Dance, complete uh, review of The Last Dance, and we'll update our Michael Jordan versus LeBron Thoughts. I went into the last dance thinking LeBron was the best player of all time. I'm seriously wavering right now, and I need to be talked out of it. Uh, and we will also preview the Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning yeah. match. So Find somebody uh, else to talk you into LeBron. James, yeah, man. thank you guys. And follow on Twitter at Podcast Grits, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Five stars only. You know the drill. Uh, until then, stay safe and wash your hands, you filthy animals. Peace.